Welcome to the 6 Minute Abs podcast. My name is Abby, aka 6 Minute Abs, and I will be your host along this fitness and wellness journey. Join me as I share the ups and downs of my personal wellness ride and shed light on some exciting, adventurous, and at times outrageous health topics. The show does not intend to offer any medical advice. I only aim to provide entertainment and to inform. You should always consult a registered doctor before beginning any treatment or on any topic that concerns your physical and mental health and well-being. Furthermore, you will not achieve a full set of abs in six minutes. Believe me, I've tried. Hey everybody, it's me, Six Minute Abs, and I am back again with another really, really awesome guest for this week. This week, I have got none other than Darren Thomas. So Dee, could you just say hi to everybody for me quick? Hi, everybody. So Darren is a really inspiring athlete because Darren is actually a paraplegic. So he still trains in his chair through everything. And I'm just going to chat to Dee today about how to get some inspiration and what he draws his inspiration from truly. So Dee, could you tell me, you haven't always been a wheelchair user. So would you be comfortable with sharing with me how that happened? Yeah, sure. So um, it's uh, 14 years already that it's been that, that it's been in, a, um, in this situation. Wow. But um, but 14 years ago, I was shot in a house robbery. Um, I was staying with my parents. I'd actually just moved back into their house. I was there for about three months, and um, they'd just done some renovations and everything. So they moved into my own kind of wing, um, and um, and yeah, there were seven guys that broke in um, the. They, they came into the house. My dad called me on the intercom to tell me that I must be careful because there are people at the gate, um, obviously because the alarm was going off. And um, I didn't know there were already people inside the house. So um, they heard, must have heard me talking on the intercom. And, um, and they came into the house and there was uh, the, the thing. I don't remember anything. So I remember 40 minutes before that, um, I woke up. And my, I bought my girlfriend a little puppy that was staying with me, and she was barking. And so I woke up um, to the barking puppy, and I, I kind of just thought, no, I'm being paranoid because I, I could hear things outside, like, you know, it sounded like people walking in the leaves, um, and I could hear that. And I mean, the reason why I was paranoid about it was because three nights before that, the guys had actually tried to come to the house. Um, they, they my dog kept barking my dad and mom were home um, i wasn't at home it's nine o'clock in the evening and um the dog kept barking and my dog never barked it was a rottweiler and my dad actually he went outside once and then the second time it happened he actually went and fetched his gun which is not something he does um and he went and walked out to the top of the garden and as he turned the corner they live in the big house had like a little kind of mountain area as the garden and uh, as he turned the corner, they actually fired at him and he fired back and ran inside and then they ran away. So obviously three nights later, the dog starts barking. I, I think I'm just being paranoid. I don't think there's anything there. Calmed the dog down, went back to sleep. And then 40 minutes later, they came into the house. So um, I was stabbed in the head with a screwdriver and shot point blank in the chest. Um, and the bullet missed my heart by a millimeter because as um, as he shot me, my heart contracted. It went past and then it expanded wow. again. And then it hit my um, my lung, it ruptured my lung, and then it hit the spine and the bone fragments went into the spinal cord. So that was what caused the damage. 
Wow, dude. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know what happened. What I think happened is the guys opened the bedroom door into me because the door was obviously closed um, because my dad found me inside the room and I had scratches and bruises all up my arms. So I'd obviously got into a tussle or a fight with them. Um, so they, they reckon the one guy must have stabbed me and another must have shot me. But it was, it was a, um, a point blank shot. So, yeah, so they left me. They grabbed a jersey, a computer, a wallet and a TV and off they went. So it was, it was not, not for much either. But I obviously, want, you know, I obviously went to intercept because I didn't want them to get to my parents. So, um, you know, so it was kind of, uh, I was the middle man in between there. Yes, D, that is, that's hectic. I know you guys can't see us from home, but I'm just sitting here absolutely in awe of you because that's really, wow. Yeah, so I think, um, I mean, that was the, the the happenings. And then I was rushed to, my dad had to rush me to hospital because I'd lost, um, he actually, walked, when he came into the room, he saw me lying on my back and he thought I'd been shot in the head because of the head yeah, wound. Yeah. And so he thought he thought I was, uh, obviously I died, but I woke up and spoke to him, which I don't, I don't remember. Wow. So I, um, yeah, he, he rushed me to the hospital uh, when the security guys arrived to help carry me to the car and then rushed mm-hmm. me to the hospital. Wow. So, yeah, that was, and, that, and then I remember, the first thing I remember was waking up yeah, in hospital probably a day later. Yeah. And by that point, you just like, what? What's going on? Okay. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I woke up just with wires and cables and I like, so I just started pulling stuff out. I started, yeah, like, yeah. And then um, my my girlfriend was standing at the bedside and she was trying to calm me down. Everyone was trying to calm me down. So they actually had to, they had to put me out again. I don't know whether they increased the or sedation or whatever, but I went, they had mm. to put me out again because I was trying to just get stuff off. Yeah. And so when I woke up after that, I was tied to the bed, which was even worse yeah. because I didn't know what was going on. So when I woke up, I tried to, then I, and then eventually my girlfriend calmed me down and said, you have to just relax because it's for your own good. It's wow. keeping you alive, you know, the stuff that's going on. So that was, that was that. She was. So obviously, okay, naturally waking up, it's you're in a completely different situation and a, a whole new life almost, you know. So what were some of the most helpful things that you did to adapt to this new life? Yeah. So I think, um, you know, in hospital, the whole, whole thing there was, I was in, I was in ICU for probably about five days and then I went into the general ward for like two weeks and then I was in rehab for three months. So that's three months of learning how to, I had to learn how to sit up all over again because, you know, mm. now your, your body's changed. So the, 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 my wound is a, is a T3 of the spine. And so that's just above the nipple line, you know, so that's where my injury is from. So it's yeah. quite high, and um, and then you you lose kind of core and everything else, you know. So you have to you have to learn how to set up, you learn how to transfer. And my biggest challenge in hospital, uh, in in while I was sitting in the um, in the general ward, was uh, to sit in a lazy boy and actually sit up and not pass out for five minutes. And that was that was my biggest challenge. So that that was that's where it started, you know. So I've come a long yeah. way since. Um, if I if I think back to that, you know. Um, because it's sit up and obviously your body's not used to it now. The blood flow isn't the same and everything. And mm-hmm. it's, I used to pass out. So then you start five minutes, then you go to 10 minutes and it's, it's, um, it's a pure progress like that. So, I, I, so coming back to your question, um, 
and saying, you know, what I do, the, the hospital was, there was a long stretch. And I think what I did in hospital, obviously, in support of uh, my girlfriend, she was there every single day. Um, and then I had friends that visited me every single day at rehab like, without fail. And then obviously I had family support. So I, you know, I drew from the support. Um, I've always been a man of faith. So for me, it was a lot about prayer and, and, okay. you know, um, and I just, um, I, I guess just drawing from that in those stages first, you know, cause I wasn't, the rehab was, you know, start to rehab and that type of thing. And then I think when I got out of hospital, um, you know, having been someone who was active and training, I, I used to I used to play um, Lions Sevens. I played for the Lions Sevens rugby. Um, wow, okay. I went to SA Champs. <laughs> I went to SA Champs and kickboxing, and so I was just active and always had to lead an active lifestyle. You know, I had to do something. So yeah. when I came out of the hospital, I had to get back into going to gym and training because that, to me, was my therapy. You know, it was okay. um, getting back out there. Yeah, I phoned an old trainer and I said to him, listen, uh, this, you know, this is what's happened, but I need to get back in the gym. And he said, come, let's go, you know, we'll, we'll make it work. So, so I fell off a couple of benches and people stared and, but I just wanted to get back into that kind of environment, to just work on myself mm -hmm. again and get stronger. And, and that, yeah. yeah, that's, that's honestly one of the things that I just, I find so inspirational about you because there's so many people who just like, ah, I've got a sore toe. Ah, I've got a little tickle in my throat. I can't go to gym. You know, it's like, okay. <laughs> but so you did yeah. mention gym. So for all of us um, who wouldn't necessarily know about a, a paraplegic training person, what are some of, are there any kind of exercises that you personally need to do to better your condition? So I think um, like every day when I wake up, like, from back then till now, I, I do like a 10 minute stretch because I, I have to stretch, turn over and stretch and get the muscles kind of a little bit stretched because, you know, people find, they find it funny when I say to them, if I'm sitting all day and I don't, if I don't work out or I don't go to gym or I don't, and I get very stiff. You know, normally it's the other way around. You get stiff from training, you know. But if yeah. I sit in this position all, all day and don't stretch out and don't actually do something, get my my bones and my muscles moving, then I, I feel like a pretzel, you know. So I need to I need to train to feel better and not have the pain. So for that's for me is the working out and the stretching. So every day I'll stretch in the morning. I have to. If I don't stretch, I get spasms in my legs and they get worse if I don't stretch and that type of thing. But um, but I'll I think in terms of workouts, I, I've I've adapted a lot of gym workouts. Um. I've got a standing chair so I can actually stand up in the chair and train. Um, so oh, it's, cool. uh, okay. it's, it's got a, yeah, it's cool. It, it added a lot to my training because I was in the beginning just training sitting, you know, but it added a lot to be able to do things standing as you, you know. So, um, so because I don't have much balance, uh, when I do do anything standing, like if I do bicep curls, I'd have to get someone to brace me from behind and that type of thing. But, um, but yeah, I just, I went through my workout starting to see what could I do, you know, and people think that, uh, you know, it's funny because before I used to be like, hey, there's, there's like all these wheelchair parkings outside the gym. And I used to be like, why is there so many wheelchair parkings outside the gym? Like people in wheelchairs don't go to gym. Like it's the, that's like the, that's the short sightedness of, of your general person because they wouldn't think, yeah. you know, and so now I'm like, I'm like, well, obviously I still want to train. Nothing's 
changed. You know, some mm-hmm. people are not able to, their injuries may be far worse and, and, and so they can't do things. But because I have the full use of my arms and, and those type of things, I'm able to still go do a workout and get into the gym. And so, so that, so the basics for me, you know, it's, it's just get in there and do what I can, you know, on the machines. And then if I need to move on to a bench to like do bench press, or then I'll do that, you know, strap myself to it and, and, and so it always helps if you have help. So like if you have a trainer or someone training with you, mm-hmm. but there's also sometimes there's no one around, so you've got to make it work, you know? Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Like, okay. Now this is just from me from one gym rat to another. What is your favorite exercise to do nowadays? <laughs> so, uh, so I've always, I've always loved bench press cause I, uh, I loved it. You know, like everyone's like, Hey, how much do you bench? You know, it's, it's always been a thing. <laughs> yes. So, but, but but um, but it's one of the things I still enjoy um, because for me it's the one thing where I'm I'm stable, so I don't have to have anyone to hold me or anything. I'm on the bench and that's it, you know. So one of the things I like, and then I, I love training arms. It's like well, yeah, but those are the things of mine that work the most. So I might as well be happy training them. Yeah. So so yeah, so, you know, like a but but it's not like it's like everybody you know everybody trains chest on a certain day so i'm like the, i'm like the opposite i've trained i've trained the day where you're not even trains chest so it's one of those days where international chest day everyone goes the same you know yes no that's awesome oh my goodness. yeah so i think I, I think i'd say probably i'd probably prefer to do bench press when everything is is in place and my shoulders aren't hurting or whatever else then oh, okay then, yeah, shoulder day for the win. As I get older, <laughs> as, yeah. as I as I get as I get older now, I start to feel more aches and pains. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, but okay. So, like another thing that I want to chat to you about about gym life is the fact that you are one of the sponsored Biogen athletes. So let's do a little bit of a shameless plug now and tell me all of the the supplements that you enjoy taking and which ones you're. Well, don't tell me all of it. You don't have to tell me everything you take every day, but like. What's your favorite supplement to take and why? Um, so uh, the pre-workout, I always get a pre-workout just to give me a little bit of something before gym, you know. So they've got a new pre-workout, which is which is really good. And um, and then uh, base protein, which is what everyone should be, you know, should have a, a protein shake at some point just to add a bit of extra protein into their diet. So I use that, um, that one with collagen uh, just because it's a – it's actually quite a nice tasting one, and then the the way isolate, which is the the big one, which is just yeah. a, a way on its own. So so my basics are that, and then the, the things like the glutamine, and then obviously vitamins with such a big range of vitamins. So it's nice mm-hmm. to just take, you know, the, the basic stuff and the multivitamins and vitamin C's and that type of. Thing. So my my go to gym wise would be would be like a pre workout and a protein, and then some glutamine for recovery, and and that's that's about the main ones that I use. Oh, cool. Okay. What's your favorite flavor? Um, protein. I normally just get vanilla because you can you can either add coffee or you can add something to it. You know, um, just to give it a bit of a different taste. But um, but the pre workouts got like a they came up with two flavors. One's like a sour worms, and the other one's tutti frutti. So it's like yeah, they're a bit sweet. But I guess you just choose which one. They're both pretty much the same. But it, it doesn't taste bad. So that's that's the good thing. No, I had I had the shock of my life when I tried the sour the sour worms pre workout. I was just like, whoop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that you. was fun. <laughs> You're gonna be ready. Really for it. does. <laughs> no, it gets you ready, man. 
Oh, I was actually saying to my coach this morning, I've started using the, the thermo range again, the fat burners with Biogen. So oh, I was yes. like, everyone just yes. excuse me if I'm super energetic, but yes, that's yeah. on fat burners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, those fat burners are quite cool actually. And the, the, the thermo range is good. So it's, look, I mean, all the, all the products, not because I'm plugging them, but all the products really are good. I mean, that, that's just an important thing for me. Um, you know, associating myself with the brand is one thing, but taking the stuff, it's, it's got to be good quality. You know, you don't want to take stuff yeah. that's going to affect you in the long run. So, so yeah, they've, they've, they've been great with, with, um, with also with the new products that they come out with. They're quite oh, cool. innovative with new stuff, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. No, they are pretty good with that. I dig it. But yeah, so D, you did mention like um, in some cases, like in the gym, for instance, you would need help from another person. So, what are some of the things, the most important things for people who would usually be ignorant in this situation? What do we need to know how to support someone with a disability? Okay. So, so let's start outside the gym. The first, the, first, the first thing you do is the wheelchair parking. It's not because I want to be close to the door. So we, you know, everyone's like, oh, this parking is nice and close to the door. You get parked in and you actually get people at gym who do that, which is mad. But, you know, if you, if you park in a wheelchair parking, there's nothing wrong with you. But, um, but it's all about the space of, of being able to get out the car and put your wheelchair together and that type of thing, you know, and, and you need a bigger yeah. door swing, a bigger space to do that. And so that's where we start. But, but I mean, once, once you, and I think, I think people often don't know, some people don't know whether they should help or offer to help. And, and then there's people who, who want to help with anything they can do, you know. So I think the first thing you can do if you did see someone in a chain, to look to it looked to you like they were struggling or doing something you could always the first thing is just would you need some help because because I, I like it i mean if somebody comes up to me and says can i help you or do you need help it's cool because generally my answer is no but sometimes i do need someone to help or you know pick pick up a grab a handle that's too high or do something for me you know and um and it's just cool to have that for someone to ask you to say do you need some help or, or is anything i can do for you that's cool and then I'll give you the other side of the coins. I was I was actually training um, the one day, and so some people try not to help, and they don't want to help, and they kind of stay away from the situation. But I had a I, had a, I was doing like sprints in my chair, in like the cardio section. So I was going up and turning around and coming back, you know, just getting some. That's my cardio. So I was sprinting in the chair, and there was a guy that was st standing. He was basically busy on a machine that was facing my direction, and he was doing tricep pushdown. And he was looking directly at me while I was doing the sprint. And something happened, and the chair got caught on something, and I fell out of the chair. So I fell forward out of my chair. So yeah. um, generally, that for me, it's okay because I know, you know, I, I was, I was like, oh, geez, I've got to get up. So I, I fall out and I, I sit back up and I try and get hold of my chair too. But I look up at this guy who's doing he tries to push downs and he was staring at me. But when I look up at him, he's looking away and he's still doing the workout. And then he turns and pretends he didn't see it, you know. So I'm like, like some people I know, they don't know what to do. But like when you get the person who completely ignores you and just say, oh, geez, you need some help or something, then, then you know. And I can get back in my chair myself. It's not, a, it's not really a, a problem. But... But I think the whole thing is to asking is is never a bad thing because okay. you know doing. But um, but I do yeah I've 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 also got I mean I've got some funny stories of what what 
guys doing in the gym and, 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 you know, the one guy in particular, it's like, uh, I actually asked him if we could, if he could help us pick up a weight. So there was a friend of mine picking up the one side and, and I needed someone to pick up the other side because as I stood, I'd grab the two weights. So I said to the guy, um, sorry, man, do you mind just helping me just pick up that weight? So uh, well, it, was, it was my friend who actually went to him, could you pick up one of these weights? And the guy looks at him, he's like, he's like, oh, well, are you, uh, you know, you're not strong enough or something. So it was like, no, like my mate's in a chair and we just need a bit of help, you know? And the guy's like, oh, okay. You know, so people are funny. Some people <laughs> want to help and then there's others that just, you know, they just don't. But um, I think, I think having the help, like when you're training with someone is cool because, you know, they know what to do. But, mm -hmm. um, but for other people, I had a guy actually fell, I fell in my chair, I fell backwards, I was doing shrugs and I fell backwards. And this guy ran from probably about 15 meters away, he was on a machine. He ran and he grabbed the front of my chair, um, flipped me back up onto my wheels. And then he just said, are you okay? I said, yes. And he said, cool. And he just walked away. So it was like, okay. some people know what to do and others don't, you know, so he just like, uh, either he's done it before or he was just one of those guys, like problem solved, carry on, you know. My best advice is to ask. Okay. Okay. So what would you, what would be your advice then to someone else who might find themselves in your position and is overwhelmed, doesn't know how to cope with it, doesn't know what to do? What can you tell them? I think, you know, when it comes to training, it is a seriously overwhelming thing because you're going into the space where nothing is really adapted for you. Um, when it comes to the gym, like there's no there's no equipment that's made for people in wheelchairs in general. Uh, you know, Virgin Active, you're not going to go find a thing that's, you know, it, it's not. So so it is, it's overwhelming when you go into this thing because you just think, well, uh, I'm, you know, what do I do? I don't want to go to the gym. There's all these big guys training and how am I supposed to? So whether it's a girl or a guy, I think just getting in there and, and getting someone to show you around the gym, whether it be someone who works there or that, or, or finding someone who's in the same situation, which is not always easy. But um, but just having that to to get the guidance, you know, I had a thing in the beginning where I knew, you know, my, my trainer said, let's do this. And I was like, I knew that it was going to be, different you know and and mm. when i fell off a bench and and that thing kind of happened everyone stares at you but i think you have to come to the the point where if you're going to do something like that you're trying to better yourself um this is for you it's for your it's for your strength it's for your mental strength i mean for me like i said to you it's my therapy because it really helps you know you get out there you know exercise gives you endorphins and it, it makes you happy at the end of the day. And so training and just feeling the ability to train in this position, um, it doesn't matter what other people think until the point where, you know, you start doing it. And and sometimes you look at people, you think people are staring at you and they're actually, you know, they're either looking at you thinking, wow, this person's actually doing something or, you know, so I think the insecurities is the biggest thing. You know, you have a lot of insecurities. I had them in the beginning. You, know, you think everyone's looking at you and thinking, what are you doing in this place you don't belong here you know so mm -hmm. i think that the main thing would be just to try and put that stuff aside and just think about how how it's going to benefit you in the long run and and uh and you know going to gym there is stuff that you can do regardless of whether the machines are made for you or not there's a lot that there's really is a lot that you can do and just adapt you know you go there and you try it out if you look silly or it doesn't work you try something else you know 
and mm-hmm. it's, it's always easier said than done, but um, but that's that's my advice. Okay, awesome. And then finally, Dee, before I take up too much of your time, if people want to find you and be as inspired by you as I am, how can they do so? Um, on Instagram, um, my handle is Darren underscore Thomas 46, the number. So D-A-R-R-E-N and then Thomas underscore Thomas 46. Then on Facebook, I'm just Darren Thomas and LinkedIn the same. So so that's where you that's where you'll find me. And, I, and I, I like to, I mean, as you would know, when I post, I like to, um, I like to kind of be real and, and, and give you the kind of realistic side of it. You know, I've, I've, I've started doing some talks and, 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 you know, doing, I don't like the term motivational speaker just because I, okay. I prefer to say I tell my, I tell my story and, and um, I'd like to be able to help people, you know, so I've, uh, I've been through a lot. And um, and going through an experience that I've had, just being able to help others, uh, you know. And the, my main thing is just we started from the beginning to say um, you really are capable of so much more than you think. Um, you know, I've got a situation where you know you, you look at uh, I'm in a wheelchair. That's that's my that's the way I get around. But at the end of the day, if I said to you, to you know, my biggest thing was trying to sit up in a lazy boy for five minutes. And, you know, now I'm doing adaptive CrossFit and I can do a rope climb in my wheelchair. And, that, you know, there's a lot of stuff you can do. It's just like you you just can't put a limit on those things regardless of your injuries. People get back injuries or knee injuries or whatever and they think that's it for them, you know, that they can't 100%. do any further. And I think it, it really is so much in your mindset just to say, you know, that there's really so much more you can do and, and you, you're capable of doing a lot more than you think. You know, that's... That I can say I'm living proof of it, and and you're just um, going through life. It doesn't it doesn't help to give up on something because of something that's happened to you in terms of circumstance. I think you you really there's a lot that a lot of us are affected by, um, and um, and you really just gotta gotta pick up and give it everything you got. And there's there's really is a lot that you can do, you know, regardless of of your circumstances and what you've been what you've been dealt. You know, there's different people that get different blows in life but it really is just how you come back from it and how you think of it you know no exactly exactly but yeah guys if you want to catch me during the week you can find me on instagram which is six underscore minute underscore abs you can find me on twitter which is six minute abs you can send me a gmail which is six minute abs at gmail.com and you can check out the blog which is six minute abs.com but yeah darren thank you so much for today and thank you for being a part of this pod Thanks so much for having me. It's been cool. I, I um, I've been looking forward to it. I've, I think I've been on one other podcast, so, so this is like a, so it's a good one. Thank you. Red, lucky number two. Exactly. <laughs> and everyone, I will catch you guys next week. And bye. <laughs>